0: The Fujicast is an independent Loading Zone production. Friday 3rd of April. The Fujicast. Today, Kev, the kids mm. would have been coming home from school. Yeah, for It Easter. would have been Easter, Easter holidays. Yeah. It's yeah. weird, isn't it?
1: Yeah, incredible.
0: I said said that to them earlier. I said, is it Easter holidays today? Not that it makes any difference now because you're home anyway. And their first thought was, are we still going to get Easter eggs? (laughs) please, would you look outside the window, darlings, and see what's going on with the world? And they do appreciate (laughs) that, but they don't want to miss their Easter eggs. No, quite right as well. There we go. Um, How are you from yesterday? You weren't too hot yesterday, were you?
1: No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Still a bit tired, but I'm all right. Yeah, we had a plugging good, am- through. good amount of sleep. Mmm, about 16 hours yesterday. 16 hours?
0: A uh, constant, that's what's called a pyjama session, that is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, welcome to the Fuji Cast. It's uh, the FujiCast daily at the moment because, uh, well, usually it's the FujiCast every Monday, but we decided to open up to the community of photography as a whole. So you do not have to shoot Fuji. Uh, you can shoot whatever you like. We're just trying to talk about photography, these times that we live in, uh, different genres, different things that affect you. And so for that reason, if you'd like to send in a question, then it is click at fujicast.co.uk. UK good treat for you today Kev you're going to love the I'm not I'm I'm not going to call them all interviews actually it's kind of like like a hangout really you'll love the hangout today Um, I want to ask you a question Mm -hmm. stand by Um, if you could choose anybody to second that could second shoot your wedding who would you choose so choose a photographer that you think I'm just going to risk it I'm going to ask you 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 might say no might be very very famous who would you ask
1: what, to work with me yeah, or to, to be
0: shoot your, my wedding? No, to, to be your second shooter. This is why it's oh, even more amusing.
1: I don't know. I never really thought about that.
0: Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll throw mine in, for example. If, if I could be dead, dead cheeky, um, mm. this would be like a dream come true if Don McCullen could second shoot a wedding for me. Don McCullen. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Hello, Mr. McCullen, sir very nice if you could come and shoot a wedding with
2: me i don't think so yeah you can
1: do all the group shots mate (laughs) i'm not sure he'd like to do that bit (laughs) uh oh well if we're going off the off the cuff like that then i'd probably go for elliot Irwitt, maybe or martin parr
0: oh martin parr
1: Mm,
0: why why would you choose why would you choose martin parr
1: Well, because I love him, of course. I love his stuff. I love his eyes. I love the way he sees things. I love his quirky nature. I love his uh, humour. Yeah, You think
0: think it'd bring a real different side to, to the wedding?
1: Yeah, and also, I don't think he'd take any prisoners either. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he'd be
0: the sort of guy that would... Uh, there's reasons for me asking you this, by the way. Do you think yeah. he'd be the sort of guy that would... If, you know what it's like when we're shooting weddings, okay, and somebody comes up to you and says, Oi, photographer, and gives you their smartphone and says, Can you take a picture of, uh, of myself and my girlfriend or something like that? Yeah. You know those moments? Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you like those moments?
1: Yeah, I love them. <laughs> oh, they're the best best parts of the day for <laughs> me, of course,
0: <laughs> yeah. What well, I mean... Uh, What do you imagine that somebody like Martin Parr might say to somebody who said that? How
1: about no? Do you think he'd say that? I think he'd probably do it, but in his own quirky way. Perhaps he'd just press the the return on the camera and take a picture of himself (laughs) (laughs) instead. That 's a sense of humor
0: well <laughs> uh, and, and uh, you didn 't know this at all before we started talking, so I have rather thrown this at you, and i 'm so delighted you said Martin Parr, because today on the show, I have a hangout with a photographer. I recorded it uh, around about an hour or so hour and a half ago um, with a photographer who actually had Martin Parr second shoot a wedding for her
1: <laughs> cool, cool <was> that then. <laughs>
0: Rebecca Faith is her name and she's in Somerset. You can't say Somerset or indeed Norfolk without going into some sort of strange accent. Yeah. Um, so she, uh, well, I won't tell the story. I don't want to tell, I don't want to ruin the story, but uh, no. I'll tell you, you'll hear it in the hangout exactly how she got Martin Parr to second shoot a wedding for her. That is amazing, though, don't you
1: think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. <laughs> I can't wait to listen
0: to that. Yeah. So, um, should we launch for the questions? Let's uh, go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go with this one. Jonathan Kerr, I'm a wedding photographer in all but profession, i.e. I still have a day job as a social worker and going pro is something I'm absolutely working towards within the the next year or so. To keep me going between weddings, I started taking street photos in December 2019. I've shared a few of the images on the hugely supportive Facebook group uh, and I've got very good responses thus far. I live around uh, an hour away from my nearest city, which is Belfast, and I usually make the journey with a trusty XT3, the 23mm, the 56 Uh, Twice a week. Given the unavoidable circumstances surrounding COVID-19, I wanted to get your advice on making street photos in the current climate. Now, clearly you can't travel to Belfast for that now. Is Mm -hmm. it irresponsible? Is it exploitative? Is it a bit of both? I feel it's essential to document important moments in time, but I don't want to be part of the problem and potentially increase the spread of the disease in some way. I would never knowingly leave the house if I felt I was ill, but I appreciate you can be completely asymptomatic and still be contagious. I'd be ever so grateful to get your thoughts, Kev, on the matter. Go forth and shoot or stay at home and wait this one out. Now, to be fair, this was written. This is how quickly news changes uh, before it became even tighter in terms of the law. But there are people still shooting as they go out around about, you know, their their exercise stroke shooting session. What, what, what are your feelings on it?
1: you know what yesterday one of my one of my friends died from this so um you know uh somebody i used to play rugby with and i have this you know my my thoughts on it basically are that the government is saying only go outside for essential stuff and um i don't think taking pictures is essential that's that's my that's my take on it
0: yeah i i i i I agree with you on that one. i was sorry to hear about your friend as well. You, you told me about that yesterday. It was awful news. That's um, no, okay. A, a lot of people um, are saying that if, if they're taking their iPhones or, or whatever they're taking out with them, it's, it's a bit of social documentary as they're doing their exercise. Should we feel still squeamish about that?
1: I don't know. I mean, look, it, it, the fact is if if you're going for a jog um, – You know, or you're walking the dogs or whatever, and you've got your iPhone with you. If you're if you're stopping because you think there's an interesting scene or something, then that's no longer your essential activity, is it? And that's that's what it comes down to. Mm. Me personally, I'm not doing it. I, you know, I'm I'm kind of sticking to the law, if you like. but yeah I mean I understand the ambition I, I think we said a couple of weeks ago when we first started doing the dailies that there were um I was reading about some um photographers who were being stopped you know press yeah. photographers were being yeah. stopped yeah. and and you know where's your where's your press accreditation where's your cards where's your press cards etc you know go back in your house you know that's the, that's it and we're seeing some amazing things on the internet I saw this amazing thing the other day um in Paris where it looked like it looked like a, a stop-motion film you know and uh, it, actually it was it was moving footage, but it just looked like it was, um, you know, single images, photographs, like for five seconds on the screen and then moved to another part of Paris. Wow. And whilst that's incredibly interesting, there is no way that's essential business, whoever no. was recording that. No. And, you know, getting your tripod out and, you know, all the sound equipment and all that kind of stuff, um, that's not essential. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 just not simple as that. And, um, you know, yeah, we're going to get a few thousand likes on Facebook or, you know, YouTube out of it brilliant but what's the wider story you know what's the wider consequences for that um so me personally i would say no but you know it's just me i haven't posted this yet and I,
0: I know exactly what you're talking about i was out on my morning walk stroke run um and i came across quite a few chalk drawings on the floor and I, the first couple I, I sort of walked past and just a nice smile, really, because I thought that's great supporting the NHS, all written in, in chalk, in big bold letters in, in the. Uh Uh, on on the sidewalk as they'd call it in the states of course but um the further i i went then i started noticing people have put out um they put out sheets and they'd written on the sheets and people have got quite creative with supporting the nhs and i took a couple of pictures but i did feel quite guilty about it i thought god you know should i be doing this so i know what you mean i do know what you mean and there's so many stories inside anyway aren't there?
1: yeah i mean it's it's a tough one it's you know look we we're photographers it's the natural thing to do and it's certainly from a, a kind of photojournalistic point of view but these are these are times when you know you've got to think beyond that and um yeah and and you know i know jonathan and so i, I know he's not this kind of person but there are people out there who are doing this just so they can they can get some not, notor- not, notoriety no, notoriety on, on the internet <laughs> Is it Instagram worth giving or you there? Hold YouTube, on, hold whatever. On. you do deserve it for that word yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and that's that's absolutely yeah. the wrong thing to be doing and you I, know. I agree with you. Um, I agree with you. Yeah. So, but you know, whatever.
0: Hello Kevin, hello Neil. My name is Mahdi Isfahani. Isfahani. I think I've got that right from Beirut, Lebanon. Um, I absolutely love the show, always had a problem sticking to one podcast over a period of time, yet now I can easily find myself binging over five or six episodes during the week. I'm a landscape-stroke-street photographer, um, shooting with the Fujifilm system for six years now, and I couldn't be happier. As of last week... I'm trying to go through my work, sorting, categorising before uploading it onto my new website. And I was wondering if you guys follow a certain pattern to display your photos online, i.e. date, colours, mood, location. Or maybe you go with photo albums of three or more photos in the same location, Uh, yada, yada, yada. Do you know what? This yada, 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 by the way, Kev, I'm telling you that this is merch. I'm telling you.
1: Yada, yada. You'll go have a T-shirt with yada, 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 yeah, well,
0: yada. I said that the other day, I think I said on the weekend show. Um, but, I, <laughs> you know, it's become internet. You know, if is saying this in Beirut, that is now international. <laughs> yeah, It's merch-worthy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, also, since we are there, he said, I'd like to know your thoughts on the consistency of colours and mood throughout post-processing and landscape or, or any other kind of photography. Well, let's let's deal with the first thing, actually. Let, let's go back to whether you follow a certain pattern to display your photos online, whether it's date, colours, mood, location. I don't, personally. <laughs> my intent no. is to be thrown onto a canvas and
1: see what lands, but... Yeah, me too. Especially when it comes to things like Instagram and stuff. When uh, when it comes to blog posts, it's slightly different. So I think both you and I follow the this idea of islands of colour. Yes. So uh you know bridal prep might be in color or it might be in black and white ceremony might be in color it might be in black and white rather than breaking those those parts of the days up into different finishes but on instagram less so you know it's yeah. uh it's all about the image the individual image i you know I, I sometimes you look at instagram cover pages and they look incredible you know beautiful i'm, I'm thinking of um uh, mckinnon peter mckinnon oh god and, yeah he, i mean uh, he follows
0: a color code doesn't he yeah and his yeah.
1: friend um yeah what's his uh, the Finnish guy um t- a t- Ma- uh um, Matt, Matty, Matty, yeah, Matty, Matty. I, I can
0: never say Serna. Happy hour, Matty. Happy ending. Happy, happy, happy hour. Oh, happy hour, happy hour, hippy, happy. Oh, give up.
1: Anyway, fatty, but but the thing is, they're. I mean, you know, let's face it, they're, they're yeah. kind of um, YouTube superstars. So every yes. single one of their pictures is a yeah. picture of them yes. looking moody with a different background behind it them. Um, but how many people actually look at the cover page of a, an Instagram? You can't, the, you can't you really the, see it on a. On do you mean phone. the grid? Do you mean the grid? Yeah, the yeah. grid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't really see it on a phone. You no. you know how many people look on the on the on the internet at it? Uh, sorry, on a computer. So yeah, it doesn't bother me. No. No, but then I'm just a grumpy middle-aged old man, you
0: know. <laughs> oh, stop it. I, 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 well, I haven't been doing it, to be honest. I was considering that on my grid I was going to go black and white colour, black and white colour, black and white colour. And then I haven't really posted since this whole thing happened. I know I should. I know I shouldn't stop posting on Instagram, should
1: you? No, I've had my my biggest um, picture this year so far was uh, done a couple of days ago. I think it was it was either Gemma and Albie having a bit of a cuddle or it was the dog. One of those right. two was um, very high numbers, like 2,000 odd likes or something. Wow, that is good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I'm not worried about what's going up and what's not going up.
0: Um, Maddie's uh, extra question was, oh yeah, uh, your thoughts on the consistency of colours and mood uh, throughout your process. And We might have actually solved that with that with with what you've just said, really, or any other kind of photography.
1: Um, yeah, I think the islands of colour is an interesting concept, and and that's one I stick to pretty religiously. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's if it's a body of work, whether that's a wedding blog or whether it's a series of news images shot, you know, out on the streets or something. I don't think it's wise to be doing different editing styles across the board, no. especially different styles of black and whites, for example, and different styles of colours and what have you.
0: Well, people take that all the way down the line, don't they? I mean, some, some people will shoot with uh, with just two or one. Le- I mean, there, there are whole films that were shot with just one focal length of lens, isn't there? Really? Mm-hmm. To, to mm-hmm. keep that consistency. Who was the really um, Am – I'm probably getting this wrong. Somebody correct me. Alan Gump will correct us. Was it um,
1: Space Odyssey that was shot with one focal length? Or was it another film I'm thinking of? <sighs> don't know. I know that Wes Anderson's quite keen on it, isn't he? And, yeah. and his, his – um, that film, I love that film. The, um We're doing it again, Kev. <laughs> oh god <laughs> um the the it reminded me of that hotel we stayed in in switzerland the oh um the, the mo- the New York, oh the great, no uh, uh the one with um hung- uh, jack Hungry nicholson uh, G- uh, jack nicholson is uh, the shining the shining no i'm not about that uh, either oh. it's a modern one um the grand budapest hotel oh yes, yes. yeah yes that is amazingly filmed, yes. and I'm not sure if it's all on one focal length, but the cinematography is beautiful. Mm. If you watch that film, uh, watch every single scene is almost perfectly composed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, left and right, up and down. it's They're like mirror images of each other. Uh, it's incredible, really, really incredible film to watch. Yeah. Um,
2: but, yeah, so that's where's,
0: end- where's Enders? There, there's <laughs> the end of the shining. That's the shining, what are talking
1: about? There's your weekend
0: homework for you, then, to watch that yeah. movie. All uh, right. Um, hello, chaps. It's Miguel Vaz again. I sent a question about the Viltrox 85mm a while ago.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, nearly even had trouble finding the Instagram account, so here it goes. Uh, right. Oh, yes, Instagram.com. Do you remember the quick brown fox that we were chatting about, which we couldn't yep. find? So it is the the quick brown fox, and it's P-H-O-X. And I've gone straight to it, and I've found you. And, um, yeah, there's there's um, as, as with a lot of Instagram uh, grids at the moment, there's a picture of baking on there. <laughs> our, our house has become like one big bake-off at the moment. I, we're, yeah. I You know, coming out the other end of this, I'm going to be at least two or three kilos heavier.
1: Oh, God, me too, yeah, easily. This.
0: Yeah, but anyway, there we go. So we've got that right now. Um, and by the way, my website is thequickbrownfox.com. Let's get all the, uh, the mentions in there, which is uh, still at the very beginning. Anyway, my question's about the X-Pro2. Well, we've got, here comes a, a Teco one for you, a Teco one for Kev. Warning, warning. I bought one recently, secondhand, and I'm in love with it. But as a huge fan of bat-button focus on my X-T2, I can't get it to work on the X-Pro2. I managed to assign the focus on the back button, but couldn't disable the focus on the shutter
1: button. Am I doing something wrong, Kev? Um, I... I have a feeling M- Miguel emailed me this question directly ah, as well. Did you saw I have it? a feeling. I might, might not. Well, somebody else did anyway. Uh, the easiest way to, to do it is to just stick the camera in manual focus mode, Yeah. and that will do it. Um, you can assign the, the kind of AF lock buttons and all that kind of stuff, and you can do it different ways. But the, by far the easiest way is just put the camera in manual focus mode and then the AF on button or the AFL lock button it becomes your focus, and your shutter button is then no longer doing autofocus for you.
0: There we go. Problem solved in the old-fashioned language. Bob's your uncle, fanny's your aunt. (laughs) Have you you, you ever heard that expression? Never. I've heard (laughs) Bob's your uncle, but never the other way around. No, you always have to say the two of them together. Didn't you know that? (laughs) What do you think, Scott? Stop it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, dear. Anyway, let's go to today's... I'm going to call it Hangout now, Kev. Um, and, And hear about this amazing opportunity. The day that... A Magnum Great became Rebecca Faith's second shooter. Rebecca, before we start, everything okay with you and your family?
2: Yes, all yeah. good. Thank you. We live out in the countryside, so um, we're feeling um, quite safe here.
0: Well, that that sort of that are you well has taken on a whole new sort of gravity of salutation these days, is not it? Yeah,
2: hasn't it? And you hear uh, "stay safe" so much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and that, that's how I end all my emails now, stay safe. I'm so looking forward to the day I don't have to write, stay stay safe, and can just write, yeah. kind regards, yeah. like I used to. So, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. So where are you based then? You say you're out, out, out in sticks, but where is yeah. out in sticks?
2: Um, in Somerset, near Cheddar. Ah, it's a little village called Shipham. Yeah. So it's very lovely um, and very pretty. It's right on the Mendips.
0: Are you bored of people saying, I know Cheddar, that's where the caves are?
2: Yes, and the cheese, obviously. From your-
0: cheddar- <laughs> oh, God. Do you know what? I think of caves and not cheese, but of course it's cheese.
2: Yeah. But no, that's good. I li- like that you thought of caves instead of cheese. Can
0: I ask a daft <laughs> question? Does just, just uh, no, uh, every- people listening now are going to think Neil, come on? But I know some cheeses were named after towns that weren't where they weren't necessarily made in that town. Red Leicester comes to mind. That comes from Hinckley.
2: Well, it did, um, it did. and okay. actually, to bring the caves in, uh, the cheddar was uh, aged in the Cheddar Gorge ah. caves. So, yeah. So they do still make it. Um, and there is a specific shop in Cheddar where you can buy the uh, cave aged cheese. Um, but it's quite expensive. <laughs>
0: I'm going to say, do, when you go down the caves now, do you find lumps of cheese here and there just yeah. maturing? <laughs> yeah. that? It, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, how have your clients been dealing with all this? stuff because you, yeah. you you, I mean your weddings your portraits your commercial how, how have they been yeah. dealing with it
2: they've all been nice and lovely and equally I've been obviously um just helping them postpone and deal with it as best we can find new dates uh so all of my spring weddings have postponed to autumn winter and then into 2021 so yes yeah, it's, it's a whole new <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a new world,
2: isn't it? It's a new and then bri- my commercial stuff, that's just come to an end.
0: Well, we talked a lot. Funnily enough, since you mentioned the commercial, we talked a lot on the show about finding a niche and making your website position you as, as the expert. If you're yeah. a wedding shooter, we, we've always said perhaps wrongly now, notwithstanding not <laughs> virus, if you're a wedding shooter, make the site about weddings. If you're commercial, just be commercial. But yeah. you're a photographer who shares all those skills on one site, which I would imagine coming out of this is going to be really important
2: yes yeah i've like i've often toyed with that idea should i have two sites keeping them separate and everything but then i think because a lot of my work is uh word of mouth when i do a wedding they go oh you do commercial work as well Mm. i know i might need you for this job or that job so uh, it has worked well for me but i do know other photographers who have separated it and um they would say that that's the best thing to do. It's always hard to know, isn't it? Well,
0: I, I, I'm I'm changing my attitude towards what you've done, because I oh. think of all the times that I've been at weddings, 15 years I've shot weddings, yes. and uh, the amount of conversations I've had with people where they've said, um, so you're a photographer, is this what you do full time? And, and yes. they, mean, they mean by that weddings, and I say, yep, yep. I'm a, and they say, yeah, but what do you do during the week? (laughs) And I say, well, this, I mean, there's lots of other things around this that count. But but I wonder how many times what they meant was, or maybe the conversation could have flowed along the lines of, well, I need a few headshots doing.
2: Yes, absolutely. Some of my best clients, like interior designers, have been my ex-brides or been people exactly that that i've met at weddings and they go oh yeah so you do commercial stuff so uh could you do this i'm like yeah and you've already got a really good rapport with them because you've been at one of them what well, their most um important day you've met their family you know so much about them so, yeah, so it does work well.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. So how do you describe your Well, let's go back to weddings because that's really what we're talking about today. So, so describe your style for us.
2: Oh, so very um, documentary with uh, groups and obviously some nice bride and groom ones. But I always say to my couples, uh, we always have a pre-meetup, either in person or Skype or whatever. And um, they choose what groups they want to do. Um, and how long they want to spend on um, bride and groom shots. But I think, as everyone knows, you, t- you ask people, you say, oh, no, I do documentary, yeah. and then they give you uh, a list of about 20 group photos. I'm <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I think we might want to cut that down. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. It's that balance, yeah. balancing act, isn't it, really?
2: It is, definitely. Yeah. Because I think it is important to get those groups because it's so rare that families get together, isn't it?
0: We had a photographer on the other day, who I think you might know, actually, is in your neck of the woods, Brad Wakefield. Yeah. And he said, but he's a former press shooter. And he said, well, I... Oh, I- Brad, yes yes i i you know brad I, yes. I i like to treat um the of most of the day as a documentary thing yes. that's almost like the news editorial uh, thing and yeah. then when it comes to the 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 portraits i see that as the feature
2: yeah absolutely because when you get those lovely bride and groom uh portrait shots you're like yep I've got it. Yeah. That's the that's the shots.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you usually use second shooters, or is it you alone? <laughs>
2: Um, so, I do, uh, depending on how big the wedding is, uh, also if the bride and groom would like one. Um, so, yes, I've always liked to use second photographers. Yeah. And when I started out, I always used to have a second photographer out of nerves. Because yeah, right. <laughs> obviously, just the pressure is high yeah. and you want to get it right. Um, so, I would pay for a second photographer out of the budget. But nowadays, obviously, I um, charge the couple so that mm. down to them more if they want to pay for them.
0: Now you've had a rather special second shooter, Joy.
2: <laughs> I sure have,
0: Ma- 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 Martin Parr. Now we know that bit because we've already talked about it on the show. But I'm fascinated to know how <laughs> you 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 ended up saying, "Yeah, come along, Martin. You can second shoot for me."
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it was totally a kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing. So, well, basically, um. Uh, so I don't, you probably know this, but Martin Parr's got a foundation uh, in Bristol. And so I became a supporter where you, you know, you pay your annual fee. And um, you go to uh, lots of talks and stuff. I'd always hoped to meet Martin because when I was at university, there was a lecturer who lectured me in my final degree show. And he'd given me Martin Parr's phone number so this was 22 years ago and I didn't call him <laughs> I uh, and I'd always kicked myself ever since that I'd never actually had his number but never it had didn't the guts call, right? to call anyway so when the foundation happened uh, became a supporter at uh, such a great foundation went to lots of talks and then uh, then sort of slowly saw Martin there I was like oh hi and then I said to him one time I said, oh, so I feel like we should have met 20 years ago because Gerhard Stromberg gave me your number, but I never called. I was <laughs> too nervous. Um, and he went, oh, yeah. And I said, and, um, you know, I do wedding photography, so if you'd ever like to second me, then uh, you're very welcome. I'd be happy to have you along. And he just said, yeah. <laughs> he said, if you ever get a high-end wedding, uh, let me know and I'll, I'll come along and shoot with you. I was like, no way. <laughs> See, I'm surprised he
0: said high-end wedding, because I would have thought Martin would have thought, do you know what, I fancy a real spit and sawdust down a pub wedding.
2: Yes, yes, totally. Um, but I kind of, I think, because he's done quite a lot of uh, stuff with the Oxford universities. Right. You know where they, I'm not going to get this right now, but where they you have lots, lots of posh students doing crazy stuff. Um, yes. Um, so I think whether he was going for that kind of um, angle, but yeah, so that's kind of what he said. So was he looking?
0: Said, was he looking for crazy and, and lots of very well dressed people lying around drunk in the grass? Yes,
2: exactly like, that. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. And I think it it was complete uh, perfect timing because uh, yeah. Ian Weldon, you know, I'm not a wedding photographer. He had an exhibition coming up at the foundation. And uh, so I think wedding photography was probably very much in Martin's mind at that time. Yeah. So uh, serendipity, that was the word. I well,
0: think yeah. The word. And, and I mean, I mean the, the result is that you got Martin. And, yeah. and, and that and the <laughs> Ian didn't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? I know. It was crazy. Um, and then so obviously, the, then the second part was trying to get a high-end wedding. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So that's going to be, a, that's quite a uh, brief to have um but fortunately i am um, i'm recommended by orchard lee,
0: orchard lee yes beautiful place
2: yes oh good you have you shot there
0: i've shot there a few times
2: yeah oh nice oh lovely well as you know it's lovely uh, so they've recommended me for years so i've got to know uh chris the owner um over 10 years or so now and uh, uh he asked me to shoot his wedding um at orchard lee and uh, so i thought ah Perfect. Yeah. I'll have Martin. He can come with me into uh, Chris's wedding. Did guests
0: recognise him? Did they? And, and did the bride and groom know that you were bringing the, this this very much revered photographer along with you?
2: <laughs> well, I did tell them. I said, um, "I've got this legendary <laughs> yeah. photographer who would." be willing to come and uh, shoot your wedding with me. You know, is that okay with you? And they were like, yeah, that's fine. Who is he? <laughs> yeah. I was like, does nobody know? Who
0: I-? You see, outside our circles, I mean, we, yes. we look at photographers. Uh, I mean, I I, I absolutely, um, I mean, I would love to spend just two minutes in the presence of Salgado. but And, of yeah. course, he means so much to me and many other photographers. But if you took him out of the photographic space and we were just at a, a general meeting or something, I wonder how many people would know of him, of course. They might know his might know his pictures. They might yeah. have seen his pictures unwittingly, but not yeah. necessarily know him.
2: Yeah, exactly that. And that was the case. There was it did make me giggle. There was a few times where people gave Martin their camera thing <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was, to take a photo of them. Was, like yeah, and I, uh, I, oh my God you've got no idea who has got your phone and taken a photo of you. That was
0: going to be my question. I had that written down here. Did any guests say, "Oi, photographer, would you mind? Would you mind taking a picture of me?"
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. It was hilarious. So obviously, I got the shots of him taking photos. Of people on their camera phones, like with me while I was giggling while I was photographing.
0: <laughs> what did you feel? What 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 did the experience make? Were you nervous about it? Did he offer advice or mentoring?
2: Um, I was completely nervous, completely nervous. Obviously, because it's my bar, um, and it was quite a high pressure wedding in that I couldn't mess it up because it was uh, the owner of Orchard Lee and mm. I get quite a few weddings through there. Um, so it was <laughs> completely intense, but yeah, no, we kind of played it very much that Martin did his thing. I did my thing. Um, and then I let him, and then I, I was obviously watching what he was doing. Um, but then when we had the lunch break, we came together and, uh, he was showing me what he shot and he gave me a little bit, a few tips here and there, but Martin's, uh, style is, is, so different to how I would shoot a wedding, mm. you know. But <laughs> so he he was shooting on a um, Canon 5D Mark IV okay. uh, with a 24 to 70 L series lens right. and the Gary Fong throughout, which was great, and it gave him that classic uh, Martin Parr look.
0: Yeah. Did you retouch the wedding, including his shots? Yes. Right. Well, no.
2: So Martin sent me forty-five of his shots. <laughs> Best moment of my life.
0: Forty-five, <laughs> only forty. Martin, do you know how many? Know. Do you know how many shots <laughs> shots we take as wedding photographers? Forty-five. That's I not know. even two hours' work, Martin.
2: <laughs> Actually, because I'd had a conversation with Martin and Ian Weldon at the foundation, and Martin could not believe how many. Photos yeah. we as wedding photographers take at a wedding he was like what you take hundreds we were like yeah and so then when he came along to it he was like Becky I'm not going to give you hundreds of photos yeah. I was like that's fine Martin anything you me is brilliant now tell
0: me he didn't leave after the meal that he actually saw it through to the dancing
2: yeah 100% <laughs> yeah he was there because um, I'd actually asked Chris if we could stay at Orchardly as well because um, I knew that Martin would want to get those night shots yeah so yeah he 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 stayed for the meal, had a few drinks, and, yeah, stayed for the first dance and some dancing and whatnot. Uh, But I kind of thought that, well, I'd hoped that we would get to a point we'd be able to put the cameras down, have a few drinks and a bit of a laugh. But as, you know, as we all know, (laughs) we're just exhausted. And uh, by the end of the wedding, so, well, Yeah. We all just went our separate ways, and <laughs>
0: that was that. Well, I, I'm writing down a few names that I'd certainly like to second shoot for me. I've got um, – I wonder yeah. what Testino or Bailey or McCullen might might consider it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely.
0: Having had this experience with Martin, yeah. which, which sounds like it was amazing.
2: It was. Exciting. Who's
0: next on your hit list to ask?
2: <laughs> well, I had—I did actually meet Don McCullen at um, <laughs> oh, the Martin no. right. He did a talk, and uh, he's still um, – uh doing all the printing at yeah, home yeah. so you know wet printing so i did ask him i said look you know because he lives in somerset as well i yeah. said uh, if uh if you ever need any help with the developing because i i learned film at university so i can come along and i can help you print <laughs> he never got back to me though <laughs> no.
0: maybe you should have just asked don do you fancy second shooting a wedding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time
1: absolutely next time
0: uh, well look it's it's what an amazing experience um, and uh, you must feel very lucky And do you know what though at the same time he was given an opportunity by you and, and you shouldn't forget that either
2: yeah thank you yeah it's true actually in one of the guys at the um, foundation they said he's a really approachable guy and um, yeah so yeah and yeah. he did have an opportunity with me yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that sounded right or not
0: great opportunity so martin parr would be your choice um de- definitely um or have not mentioned him in the hangout there salgado i mean can you imagine that <laughs> <Can> you <laughs> i've imagine really it? gone into a sort of a an odd world if i if i ever thought that the man behind genesis uh, and i don't mean the band i mean the book <laughs> whatever comes second shoot a wedding can you imagine that yeah
1: yeah can you imagine it uh, no, God.
0: dreamland anyway what are you up to this weekend
1: i'm just gonna stay in this weekend yeah again yeah, uh, yeah yeah i think so just chill out um i've got a couple of mentoring sessions i need to crack on with um oh good well that's good yeah yeah um, um what are you
0: doing i think i'll stay in as well we got a pub quiz tonight oh yeah that sounds good well i have been doing the pub quiz um with some Fuji cast um facebook people so this will mm. be news to them that i i may not be there tonight <laughs> because oh. i've been hijacked for another pub quiz but don't go getting all funny on me because this is a family one and of course it's virtual in terms of pub it's um Using the international uh, new currency of going out, known as Zoom conferencing. Yeah. Um, If I I can make the second one with the FujiCast um, team in the Facebook group, that'd be fantastic. Double, you know, a double a double pub quiz when when I can't even leave the house. Mm. Weird.
1: Oh, very very endeavouring of and then, you
0: and then that's it really it's going to be a nice. i mean in the uk where we are kev it looks like it's going to be a nice weekend weather wise
1: yeah i think it is it's nice here at the minute actually mm. it's uh, nice and sunny and just sat in the garden and had some uh, coffee yeah it's all nice very good very good Indeed, well I, mean, I hope everybody has a nice weekend as yeah. best as they can anyway oh by the way um
0: jemma is she going to come on the show some <laughs> can Gemma come out to play as jemma yes. come on the
1: yeah, show yeah she's she's going to come this weekend i think come, gonna, uh, come on be, the show this weekend
0: come on the show this weekend
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. fantastic. So, what, co presenting tomorrow or something or, or Sunday? Y- yeah, we can do it tomorrow or Sunday. We well,
0: have to do virtual. Ver- <laughs> <do> ver- yeah. It's <laughs> <The day's> just <laughs> blended into one. <laughs> yeah, you have to do your virtual. This is a, that, uh, how does this work, by the way? You go to virtual church on a Sunday.
1: Yeah, so we. Um, Well, funny enough, we saw while we were walking the dogs the other day, we saw our parish priest, and he he looked at me longingly and was like, "You, you must know how to do live streaming of things. And I was like, I don't really know how to do live streaming of entire masses.
0: No. Um I'm a little bit concerned that your your parish priest looked at you longingly.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh no blessing. And uh anyway, so we're we're um yeah, we've got kind of virtual services and things yeah. like that. And uh, of course it's Easter, so it was an Easter next weekend and the what they call the Easter Triduum, um yes. which is the, the three elements of Easter. They they're all gonna live stream them and um get as many people as possible to see it, which but is good.
0: You've been doing virtual mass then, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yep. So um the I know it's not crisps, but I always think it's crisps. And and Crisps <laughs> we know the crisps and wine thing crisp on the tongue oh. and have, have you, well i was thinking have you communion.
1: yeah the communion yeah have, have you had
0: have you been sort of i suppose inventing your own way of, of doing communion
1: yeah i've been doing it with a with a, a glass of wine and a, an a oreo biscuit <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh
0: such times Anyway, all right, well, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to speaking to your wife over the weekend, then. The yeah, I, j-
1: shall, um, food, food, I shall tear up for that yes, for you. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. And, um, and, and, and no more eating dodgy foods, by the sound of it. we want, we. want You sound so different to the way you were yesterday. And I, I know it's been a challenging, in all seriousness, though, I know it's been a challenging 48 hours for you, so... Good. have a nice weekend, Kev. You too. The FujiCast is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email
1: any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.